is so serious? That's right. Why so serious? We're just talking about murder. Today, we're going to follow along with the pattern that has inevitably been created with the alphabet. And we come across the letter E and a nasty little bastard from Germany named Volker Eckert. Now, Volker Eckert was a German serial killer who killed six women in East Germany, France, and Spain between 1974 and 2006. Eckert confessed to only six murders, five of whom were sex workers, but he's known to have killed at least nine women. He's also accused of committing additional murders of women in several European countries, including Italy and the Czech Republic. However, investigators or I'm sorry, investigations were closed after Eckert committed suicide during his criminal proceedings on July 2nd, 2007. Now, Volker Eckert was born on July 1st, 1959 in Plauen, Germany. He was the eldest of a family of three children. His mother, having had enough of Eckert's father, expelled him from their apartment in 1960 when Eckert was just a baby. Don't slam the fucking door. In 1968, at age nine, Volker experienced sexual arousal from stroking the hair of one of his sister's dolls. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. He continued to explore this sexual interest in hair with his sex with his sister's dolls and some of his mother's wigs stored in their attic. Eventually, he would target women with long, luxuriant hair like the dolls and wigs from his childhood. In 1968 and 69, having gone through puberty early, Volker dared not tell his classmates about his premature puberty. You jacking off yet? This fear of being laughed at and misunderstood, then led to imagining that all the people he encountered would react to him like that. At the beginning of the 1970s, Volker's scenario took on enormous proportions, even going as far as having his own dolls. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he goes. He amplified his scenario because he believed that no woman would let him touch her hair. And during the 1973 to 1974 school year, when he was 14, he spotted several of his long-haired classmates later attacking them, strangling them, and stroking their hair. On May 7th, 1974, Volker Eckert, 14 at the time, lured a classmate, Sylvia Uterdorf, into her attic and strangled her with a curtain cord. But when his victim resisted, Eckert strangled her harder, and Sylvia died from her industry. Er, from her injury. Why can't I say the word? From her injuries. Oh, yeah. Choke me harder, Daddy. Don't stop. Once his victim was dead, Eckert stroked her hair and disguised her murder as a suicide by hanging a cord around her neck and wrapping it around the doorknob. The case would be classified as suicide and Eckert was not suspected or bothered by the killing. Barely 15 years old, Eckert would live with the secret of the murder for more than 32 years. In 1975, Eckert worked with his father as a painter. He nevertheless wondered 
wandered the streets of Plauen during the night looking for suitable women, according to his words. In 1977, at age 18, Eckert was arrested again after being caught one night strangling a woman in the street. He was jailed for this sexual assault, but for only eight months. He also confessed to Dr. Nidafil that knowing that the police had his DNA, he said he was relieved to be arrested in the event of a repeat offense, and he was released from prison in 1978 at age 19. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! Between 1979 and 1987, Volker Eckert began attacking around 30 different women in the dark streets of Plauen. During his acting out, Eckert throttled his victims, but did not kill any of them, instead leaving them unconscious. When his parents died, Eckert tried to distract himself by taking care of his younger sister and his brother. He confessed to the psychiatrist that this was the only valid thing in which he succeeded. Soon after, Eckert's siblings were taken to live with their aunt. In April of 1987, a murder was committed in Plauen, the lifeless body of Heike Wunderlich, who was 18, was found in the woods of Plauen. The young girl was strangled and stripped naked. The murder of Wunderlich was presumed unrelated to the assaults of Eckert, as the victim was murdered. And the case went cold and remained that way, with Eckert never having been suspected for the murder. All right, it's true, okay? I humped her brains out. There, now you're happy? At the end of 1987, Eckert committed another violent assault on a teenage girl. That evening, 16-year-old Claudia was walking through the streets of Plauen. Eckert spotted her and decided to follow her discreetly. He approached Claudia and threw himself on her. A fight took place and Eckert strangled her, then stroked her hair. Following this incident, Eckert left, leaving Claudia unconscious. When she woke up, Claudia went to the police and sketched a composite of her attacker. When the composite was distributed, Dr. Netafil formally recognized the face of the man he had examined in the past, Volker Eckert. Knowing Eckert had a record of committing sexual assaults, Dr. Netafil contacted the Plowin police station. Eckert was arrested for the attempted murder of Claudia and remanded into custody. Gotcha, bitch! In 1988, Eckert was tried for the attempted murder of Claudia, who was just 29 years old. Eckert, I'm sorry, he was just 29 years old. Eckert was found guilty of attempted murder and sentenced to 12 years in prison. While in prison, he received only a few hours of therapy from a psychologist who had heard of his sexual fantasies. But it was concluded that Volker Eckert could be released without a problem. Are you fucking high? Sorry, my uh, my page jumped. In July 1994, Eckert was released from prison after six and a half years of incarceration. Eckert became a truck driver in 1999. He used his truck to attack prostitutes and thus rediscover his childish fantasy. He's his victims worked as sex workers between 2001 and 2006. On June 25th of 2001, 
He killed a Nigerian sex worker near Shermagnac, which is near the city of Bordeaux in western France. On October 9, 2001, he killed a 24-year-old sex worker in Marcinet de la Selva, Catalonia, Spain. On March 1, 2005, a Russian sex worker in St. Sederni de Osmort in Catalonia, Spain, was murdered. On October 2nd, he has a thing for October. 2006, a 20-year-old Polish sex worker at Reims, France, was murdered. And on November 2nd, 2006, a 20-year-old Bulgarian sex worker in Holstrich in Catalonia, Spain, was also murdered. These are all attributed to Eckert. In most cases, Eckert strangled the women, performed amateur post-mortems on them, and finally photographed them. In addition to this, he cut off the hair or dressed the dead bodies and kept them in the cab of his truck or in his apartment. Now, to me, this has a lot of shades of Jeffrey Dahmer and Keith Jefferson, which I will cover him in a future episode. Now, Eckert is also believed to have committed at least seven additional murders across Europe. Wasn't me. Including... An 18-year-old from Plauen, East Germany, in April of 87. A 23-year-old sex worker from Sierra Leone in Troyes, France, in April 2022. Or, sorry, April 2000, August of 2002. <coughs> A 25-year-old Guyanan sex worker in Rosado, Italy, on September 5th of 2004, and four other women, three of them in the Czech Republic and one in France, according to the police in those countries. Now, following the murder of November 2, 2006, footage caught by a surveillance camera showed Eckert's truck next to the naked corpse of his victim, which was located beside a parking lot. It was, resport- it was reported to Spanish police. Eckert could be identified via the truck, and a few weeks later, German police detained him in Westling, near Cologne, on November 17, 2006. The police found tufts of hair and pictures of his victims subjected to various tortures in his truck and his house. Yes, I, you know you During the interrogations, Eckert acknowledged committing six murders— the five sex workers in France and Spain, and that of his classmate in Germany. On July 7, 2007, while awaiting trial, Eckert was found dead in his cell in Beriuth, Bavaria, having hung himself. Now, his suicide was in the middle of the criminal proceedings against him, thus robbing the family of his victims the justice that they deserve. This is such a crock of shit. Now, there is a discrepancy in reports on whether it was the first or the second in which he hung himself. But I found it very interesting that it was either the day of or the day after, depending on which report you read, that he had killed himself. But that is the twisted tale of Volker Eckert. And thank you all for joining me for this episode of Funny Thing About Murder.